Signal City, a beacon for the young and superpowered. A community where citizens of a new generation find themselves in all the masks they wear. Will they learn to thrive or to threaten? What kind of world will they fight for? Find out as we follow the heroics and teenage struggle of Vigil, the Scion, and I'm here to make things right. Lilith, the curator, and I'm never alone. <laughs> Shrike, the torchbearer, and I'll never hide who I am. Gray, the newborn, and I'm here to find my spark. We welcome you to Re-Roleplay. We open on a wooded scene outside the city. Uh, we can see a, a row of parked cars uh, in various states. I, I say a row, but they're just kind of parked around on uh, what uh, on this on this ledge that's sort of overlooking. Uh, you can see Signal City framed in the distance, the bay kind of laid out before. There's this beautiful sunset uh, coming down, painting the sky in, in all these colors. Are we going to hook up point? Is this I think that that might be where we. It, okay. It is the policy of this. It's all. To neither this is an all ages podcast. Deny. We can't really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, we we see sort of in the in the next panel through the rear window of a of a car sort of a couple of silhouetted heads huddled together for no particular reason. Oh no, they're kissing um, and they're in a cold open. This can only go poorly. And uh, we 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 get sort of the flashes of like embracing and hands, and it's a little bit like steamy, but more in a suggested mm -hmm. way. And uh, all of a sudden, in one of the panels, the like car's interior lights shut off. And uh, we see, uh, we, we finally see the faces of the occupants. It's a, it's a couple of teenage girls. One, one sort of sits up and looks around, uh, leans into the front seat, tries the, the key a couple of times. The engine fails to turn over. Uh -huh. um, she, she checks her cell phone. There's no signal because, of course, there isn't. <laughs> to make up point, there can't be a signal. Uh -huh. Exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, she she kind of shakes her shakes her head and, and turns to her companion, her her friend. <laughs> um, uh huh. Uh -huh. Sure. <laughs> this girl and her friend. This yeah. girl and her friend mm -hmm. uh, turns to her makeup partner and, and says, "All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a walk down the path. I'm pretty sure there's there's reception at the bottom. Um, I'll see what I can do. Sorry about this this old car." And uh, the, the other girl's like, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll be here. I'll just lock the doors, okay? And uh, we, we see a few panels as time passes, as, as sunset slips into night, and the sort of noises of the forest are growing more intense. And uh, the, the girl who stayed behind in the car is sort of huddling down in the back seat uh, until finally you hear a, you, there's a, a sort of scraping noise. Oh! On the, the on the car roof. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she finally, like, after a while, she's getting more and more and more terrified, can't take it, and she, and she gets out of the car, and she walks a couple of steps, and she turns around, and you get the perfect scream queen scream on the, uh, on the panel. And then Layla wakes up. Oh, boy. Oh, dear. The vigilantes are having a sleepover at uh, at the Wood Residence. Yay! This went so well last time. <laughs> sleepover is happening. I think Betsy has a warm bowl of water that is about six inches from Layla's hand as we speak. 
Yeah, Lily, uh, you sort of you sort of pitch upright, sort of launching on a yeast off of you. Uh, hey, uh, sorry, don't worry about it. Really? She wasn't doing anything at all. She was just bringing that water in here for me to drink. I like warm water. I got you. Thanks, Clara. Right. It, Clara takes the bowl and just starts sipping it with this kind of... <laughs> She's trying really hard to not betray the fact that she really does not, in fact, like to sip warm water out of a bowl. Betsy is currently sliding a can of shaving cream and a feather behind her back. Well, I gotta... (laughs) It's already been put away. Well, I gotta admire the commitment to the bit, but Layla, you alright? Yeah, just just a weird dream. Mm, That'll teach me to eat pizza that late at night. Huh. Well, I'm going back to sleep. Okay. No more bowls of warm water, you two. It wasn't my idea. It, would, would you believe me if I said it wasn't my idea? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, I'll put it away. And what's what's Gray up to, just so we know? What ridiculous antic is Gray up to? I think Gray's actually, for once in their life, asleep, but like... There's a couple of empty whipped cream uh, oh canisters around them. Is it is it whipped cream or is uh, Gray very cursedly holding a canister of shaving cream? <laughs> There's also one of that. <laughs> it's also empty. Mm. Oh. Oh, oh no! <laughs> right. Different flavors. <laughs> Savory and sweet. Oh oh oh. Ooh, no. I think that's the most cursed thing Micah has ever said on this podcast. Thank you, Micah. Never change. I need to try harder. <laughs> I um, need to, I think I need to go. <laughs> I don't know where. I just need to go. So. So, yeah, Layla's going to cuddle back into Anais, and she's actually going to, like, scooch just even the tiniest bit closer to, to Anais. Just like, you know, I don't usually have dreams about strangers. And a voice from inside Layla's head goes, yes, that was weird, right? Yeah, I mean, I haven't had any dark visions since, you know. Yes, yes, I do. Well, don't look at me, I I, I think. I know it's not you. It, your Visions, visions from, from demons feel completely different and usually don't happen when I'm asleep. Uh, it's probably nothing, right? Sure, we'll um, we'll go with that. It's probably nothing. Is any of this being had out loud? Um, I think it's, I think it's being like whispered. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll my mundane to see if I can hear any of this. Go for it. That's a fourteen. So I think you do. Yeah. I think you catch You're every super, word. You also have super hearing, yes. right? Clara, like... Clara sits bolt upright from where she was actually trying to pass out on her bed. I'm assuming like she and Betsy are kind of snuggled up. Mm-hmm. Just. Layla? Yeah? Did I just hear you say those three words? What? It's probably nothing? Uh-huh. When? Layla? What? Layla. When has it literally ever been nothing? Ever! It's <clears throat> never nothing with us! I think Betsy's going to take this opportunity to pull Clara back into the snuggle and just pat her on the head and say, It's probably nothing. <laughs> it's definitely not nothing! <laughs> Okay, well, maybe, 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 maybe if we talk about it, we can figure, figure it out. Like, so I I had this dream that 
Um, it was it was you know that that scenic overlook where kids go to make out all the time. Uh huh. I'm I'm familiar with it. Yep. <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I think Betsy is just gonna sit up and and look at uh, Clara. Can I can I roll to pierce the mask? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, good. That's um. <laughs> A seven at a minus two mundane, so that's a five. So mark potential. Hooray. Is that including influence? Uh, six. <laughs> Claire, Claire kind of blinks at Betsy. Ah. Yeah, it's a nice view, isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I was dreaming about these two girls kissing in a car. Yep, because you're dreaming about girls making out. This makes a lot of sense, given some things we've learned about you recently. Go on. Layla turns bright red. It mm-hmm. wasn't me making out. It was just some random girls. Yep, still works. Okay, but in in those kinds of dreams, aren't aren't you supposed to be one of the active participants? Oh, you don't have to be. Anyway, go on. Tell us about your girls making out dream. Um. Okay. So they were they were kissing, and then the the car went dead, and one of them went out to go try to see if she could get service down the down the path. Oh, come on. And she couldn't she didn't come back. Uh-huh. So her date got out of the car. Oh, come on. And then I woke up. There was there was a scream and then I woke up. There it is. Uh question, why did neither of them have a baseball bat or a heavy duty flashlight equipped? Right? I don't know. Because neither of them was Betsy Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> So, I don't know. Do you think? Do you think it means anything? <laughs> well, I think it means something. Come on, Clara. Sorry. Can well, we, can we not make fun of me and my nascent homosexuality for two minutes? <laughs> How long has it been since you last saw Albedo? <laughs> A while. Uh huh. Three days. Four. A while. Mm. Three. It's it's three. Oh. <laughs> Listen, I propose that we all go back to sleep, and this time you keep your nightmares to yourself. There are some things I don't need to share in. Wait, you had this nightmare too? Yes. Do you usually eavesdrop on my dreams, Z? Long silence. <laughs> Z? No. But it's probably nothing. <laughs> Right. I'm gonna get my suit. And no, coffee. come back to snuggle. I'm gonna get your visor, and I'm gonna pour the coffee on you if you don't get up. No, it's so late. It's early. That's what the coffee's for. <laughs> I make really good V60. You know that. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get back to sleep, so we might as well. I'm putting a bug in your next wingsuit, okay? And that that line actually comes out on. The next panel down, which is in the the woods kitchen. Uh-huh. Um, how late how late early is it? It's like 3 30 a.m. Yep. It is it is the perfect you haven't gotten enough sleep and you're not uh-huh. going to if you go back to bed at yep. this point. Mm-hmm. Someone wake up gray and um I don't know. Oh gray's gray up. You're you're in the or Gray is at least in the kitchen. Is Gray actually awake or just asleep in a different possession? I feel like Gray woke up, walked downstairs, got okay. I'm I'm deciding that the the woods have a like island with tall stools. Oh, clearly, yeah. Uh-huh. Has crawled under the stools <laughs> and is asleep, still holding the can of shaving cream. 
Yep. Empty. Yep, that checks out. Can't. So yep. weird what they latch onto as comfort objects. Like us. <laughs> so you're in the kitchen. There is a there is the the sort of like hanging light over the island is on, and uh, Clara has made coffee. I think Clara's making coffee. It's a process. Oh right, because Clara's a coffee nerd. I Clara's forgot. a barista. She's mm-hmm. a coffee nerd. I think Betsy's looking through the cabinet for some energy drinks. Do you, do you really not have any? No. We drink good, clean coffee caffeine in this household. Is there any more whipped cream or shaving cream? What? Nothing. Okay. (laughs) If you put shaving cream on my coffee, you're not invited over anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Is this when Gray's face sort of peeks over the island? Pure boo-boo. Never mind, Gray. I take it back. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I love them so much. That was adorable. Um, I think Layla's gonna like hold out, like like kind of hold out a coffee, a, a travel mug. I think she's she's got she's since gotten her her clothes her pajamas. She's gotten out of her pajamas. She's gotten her like normal clothes back on, and she's holding out a travel mug, waiting. <laughs> are they are they like normal kind of like frumpy like flannel or sweats pajamas or is Layla being peak Layla and slept in like some sort of Victorian nightgown oh it's absolutely a Victorian nightgown like laced up with like a little lace um like that does she have the hat the hat no she doesn't have the hat but there what but this is but she this is not the first time she's worn the, this pajama at these pajamas at uh, Clara's house. The first time she definitely scared the bejesus out of Clara's dad when she got up to go to the bathroom and he thought she was a ghost because she does look like a weird gay ghost with pale chalk white hair, dark billowing dress. I was I was thinking the rainbow hair, hence the weird gay ghost. That's fair, yeah. Uh Clara's got I, I think her the, the suit is on, the, the, the wing pack is, like, leaning up against the side of the island, and she doesn't have a helmet on, so it's just on the corner of the island. She's, she's still making coffee, but she's, she's suited up. Mm-hmm. The town's, like, really hard to use the grinder. Come on, is this going to take long? I'm getting antsy. It's a process, Layla. You can't rush perfection. It's got to bloom. It's got to bloom, man. It's got to bloom. Anais face down on the island just, I swear if she mentions something about a conical flavor... <laughs> I have decided that Gray is going to eat the coffee grounds when you're done with them. So what are the vigilantes going to do? You uh, you will you shortly have your coffee. I have um, a car, sort of. All right. Claire has a car and does not need GPS to get out there. So you uh, know the way? I have a car and a girlfriend, and I'm in high school. Yeah, fair. <laughs> Betsy's following along. What did you along expect? Her... Betsy's following along on her GPS. She has not been there. <laughs> oh. oh, is she on the, the bet cycle? Uh, no, 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 no. She's in the car. Oh. It's just she has her phone out and is just like... Trying to see where they're going. Trying to see where they're going and like mentally memorizing turns so she can get back there if the situation ever arises. Ever. I, I think... If Le- ever she has reason to... Yep. Layla's going to like lean forward into the front seat and just be like, can you... uh?" Get me a printout of that. <laughs> no have... reason. No reason. Just... Total, totally. Yes. Yeah. Betsy, you're. Are you mapping us out here? Can... Would you believe me if I said no? <laughs> That's your lying voice. So no. 
Meanwhile, Anais leans over to, to Layla. It's okay, Z knows where it is. <laughs> the look of horror that blooms over Layla's face. Just How red is her face? Incredibly red. <laughs> so, is there a... Is, is there someone you want to take out here? No. That's your lying voice again. Uh, focus on the drive. You are young and in, ten and two, ten and two, Clara. Come on. <laughs> can I pierce the mask? You can pierce the mask. Oh. No, I bl- actually no. Hang out with influence. That is just a seven. That's a three on the dice plus three mundane makes that a seven. Fudge. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. you get a question. Um, what are you really planning? Uh, to to memorize the <laughs> route out there in case the situation ever arrives to take a uh, just friend out there for just friend things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to be friends? Just to be friends. Uh-huh. Yep. Clara will remember this. Shut up. So we get a few uh, we get a few establishing panels of the drive. Uh, once again, you are you're heading out over the Windsor K Everly Bridge uh, out over, out across the bay. Uh, you, you leave Signal City behind and uh, head up sort of like you're, you're on like a highway. You turn off, you head down like some increasingly less major roads until uh, you, you turn down or go to turn down, I should say, a sort of dirt road with a sign at the front that uh, just says Sunset Overview on it. Uh, has one of those like the, the like touristy camera icons uh-huh. for, for scenic view. Uh, and even before you head that way, you can see the the lights of emergency vehicles up the hill. Oh, gee. Just nothing, huh? I hate being slightly prescient. Well, that's vaguely concerning. Oh, dear. Is, is the road blocked here or can we or can we drive up? Uh, you like, can is get there, up. Is there a cop car parked across it or anything? Or you you can get up a ways, but once you get far enough, there is in fact a cop car just sort of parked across the path. Uh huh. Clara's gonna pull the car over, and uh, put put on the strike helmet and get out. Morning, officer. Morning. That was fast. Was it? Yeah, I I, I guess so. Uh, what's what's going on up there? Can we uh? Go take a look. You can take a look. Um, try not to get in the paramedics' way. The, uh, oh, dear. Yeah, Clara's going to, I think, take off running. She's got the wingsuit. She's not using it. Yeah, Bessie's just going to swish through the air behind her. <laughs> Layla's going to levitate along behind her. Quickly, quickly, uh, urgently levitating. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gray will go up and see what they can see from higher. Mm. Find their ups. Find their ups. Yeah, and Anais is running along. Uh, When you get up there, you can see there's an ambulance uh, sort of parked in the middle of things. Um, The headlights are just sort of illuminating the tree line. Uh, You can see there's, there's clearly someone in the back of the ambulance... Uh, there's also the the scream queen that we saw from earlier, uh, just sort of sitting on uh, sort of the back of the ambulance, talking to uh, like one of the paramedics is standing there, but talking to uh, a couple of officers. Mm-hmm. Probably got the, the shock blanket. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go talk to one of the 
is, is there a, there's usually a police officer standing around looking vaguely unsure of what they should do with their time at moments like this. Yep. Is there one? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to sidle up to them. Morning, officer. Morning. Hi. Uh, just here on a torchbearer business, you know, heard there's something weird going on up here. Looks like I was right. Weird, huh? Uh-huh. Hence the, she gestures over her shoulder to the superheroes. Hmm. Hence the team. Well, that's kind of surprising, given that we hadn't called this in to shock yet. We know lots of stuff. Layla's just kind of (laughs) vaguely wave. We got Lilith. We don't need shock. Betsy's going to come in from out of frame and say, she sees the future. Sometimes. Sometimes. I can't do it on command. (laughs) So, uh, what happened up here, officer? Uh, that's what we're trying to find out. And how is, she'll dress towards Amos, how is she doing? she, uh, still with us? Seems to be. Sort of. And what does that mean? That's ominous. You'll have to go see for yourself. Oh, great. Shall we? Yes. Can I go assess the situation? I'm gonna say more than an assess. I think you're doing a research. Okay. So seven on the dice plus my two superior is a nine. Um, okay, so on a seven through nine, you have to pick one. Mm-hmm. Uh, your research uh, or your your notes are cryptic or incomplete. Mm-hmm. Uh, the search takes longer than you'd like, or you have to bring in an extra resource or teammate, uh, and you have to you should tell me what more you're putting into this to give it your all. Okay, I think I am going to. Uh, call up to Gray on the comms and say, hey, uh, Gray, tell me if you spot anything up there. Does that work? Okay, well, first, what are you trying to research specifically? I'm trying to research the emergency vehicles to try to get a better idea of, like, who is hurt, how badly, and what might have happened. Okay, I don't think a vantage point is going to help you there, because you're searching vehicles. Then let's say it just takes longer than I'd like. How about that? Okay. So yeah, you uh, you are trying to like get close to the ambulance, we'll say, and one of the uh, one of the EMTs is gonna kind of be like, whoa, 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 there, uh, is, is kind of giving you a hassle. Uh, hey, um, with the torchbearer over there, we're just trying to help out and make sure people are safe and that this doesn't happen again. Yeah, how about you give these two some space? They've had one hell of a night. We don't need. Uh, too many cooks. We don't need to be pressuring them here. Are they okay? Uh, is there anything we... I mean, is there anything you can tell me about what might have happened to them? Ma- ma'am, if they were okay, we wouldn't be here. And this 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 argument's going to kind of be going in the background for a while, and this is why it takes longer okay. than you'd like. Cool. Do you want me to roll borrowed authority to help you with this? Nope. Nope. Okay. Because this is a consequence of a 739. You yep. can't help with this. I can't defend against that. And how about the rest of you? Since I can't get to the girls themselves, um, we've already established that Layla can, um, she's gotten good enough with her powers to read the memories of a place, not just a person. So I'm going to roll to unleash my powers. All right, roll it. All right, that is nice. That's a 10 with my, a 10 in real life with my freak. All right. So you reach out with you reach out to try to like feel the like latent impressions on this space and it's less that you're you're feeling them with specifically your memory manipulation you're kind of feeling and 
an influence around this place that feels weirdly familiar. Just some of some of the energy here feels familiar to you. And you can you can feel it especially sort of lingering around the the parked cars of various teenagers and especially over the the car we had seen from the intro just sort of hanging there like a cloud. Something was here. Something I don't know, it feels it feels really familiar but I can't put my finger on what. It's dark, it's malevolent, it, there's something here, but I can't tell what it is. Or it was here. And at about this time, uh, Vigil, you're finally able to get your way past the, the paramedic to the ambulance. Uh, and as you're, as you're looking around, you've got a pretty sharp eye for clues. Uh, you kind of, like, look over the, the girl in the shock blanket, um... She's clearly like she's been crying. Uh, she's kind of recounting her story. Um, and as you look to the one in the ambulance, uh, you see what almost looks like a hickey on her neck, except it is pitch black. Hmm. Well, that's bad. That's not a good thing. All right. Um, I'm going to go consult my resident goth friend to see if she knows anything about this. <laughs> So I think we're going to get a, another panel of Layla looking around the scene and Betsy just saddles in and saddles in again in the following panel. And suddenly she's right next to, to Layla and is like, hey, Layla, what do you know about, I'm going to call them goth hickeys. <laughs> what? <laughs> we, in the background, we get Clara like, looks, turns away, keeps walking. <laughs> Are you talking about like lipstick or? I, I, I don't know how goths give hickeys. I'm asking you. <laughs> Same way everyone else does. Uh, anyways, uh, the the girl in the ambulance just has this like pitch black lip mark, like right right here or bite mark. I, I, like I, I don't know. I've never actually gotten a hickey. Oh, oh, that's you're adorable. Um, a, anyways, how do goth hickeys happen? <laughs> I'm gonna roll. Been reading the files. But two goths love each other very much. I've been reading the ancient scrolls. Is that okay oh if I do my that? God. Go for it. Oh, boy. Read the ancient scrolls about goth hickeys. Jesus. This is like when me as a GM gets uh, something like an idea from a player and I just smile and say, expect plot. That's what that sounded like to me. Yeah. Yeah, it is what that sounded good. like. Ooh, that's less good. That's um, roll plus superior. Nope, that is just a four. Ooh. Potential. Potential. Mark potential and tell me how you are how you are trying to go about figuring this out. I think she's actually going to like pull up her phone and pull up the curator archives, mm-hmm. and she's flipping. And she, here's what she does: she types in um, she she types in the keywords like dark mark, dark mark on skin, mm-hmm. and um, and gets like ten thousand hits. Yeah, <laughs> Betsy is probably not helping by like leaning over her shoulder, going. Goth hickey. <laughs> that's not. That's not a keyword, Betsy. Well, it should be. <sighs> no, I've got like I got like ten thousand hits. Most most malevolent beings mark their prey in some way. You, we got to find a way to narrow it down. Yeah, I, I, I told you, goth hickey. Come on, that's not the search seed you typed in. <sighs> if I type in goth hickey, will you will you cool it? Would you believe me if I said yes? 
She types in goth hickey, and I assume she gets a big fat zero, zero. results yeah. found. You see? I'll go over here. <laughs> she gets zero results found, and then, like, the there's this sort of look of uh, on her face as she remembers that all of these searches are, are stored for audit yeah. purposes. Yeah. <laughs> I think as, as Betsy walks away, she walks past Clara. Clara just kind of, like, claps her on the shoulder. We're going to get you a hickey eventually, bud. Thanks. <laughs> Dear citizens, I, I wish you could see the the look of gay panic on Marie's face. <laughs> Something like that. Can I also roll to assess the situation? Sure. Uh, that is a seven. All right, you get one question. What here is the biggest threat? Here is what I'll tell you, and and let me know if this is unsatisfying. Um. There is nothing left here that is a threat to anyone. Whatever was here, you can tell, like, you're you're familiar with reading the sort of, like, magical energy of places as well. You're an elemental, especially when it comes to nature. Things here have very much have the energy of a place that was disturbed by something supernatural, something outside of this realm's norm. And is slowly just returning to its its former state. Uh, a little bit agitated for all the presence of humans and lights and noises. But um, this this whole area is just sort of going back about its business. There's, there's nothing left here. Okay. Can I infer that there is not exactly a trail to follow then? Yes. Okay. That I can work with. Um, I think Grey will come back down. I'm assuming people are vaguely together enough that... Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, well, whatever did... Whatever was done with the hick... Hick... Hickies, Gray. Hickies. And the Goth goths? hickies. Yes. Goths. Not really sure what either of those are, but <laughs> it's gone. Um, and there's not really a much to go on other than it's gone. So, let's recap. What do we know about this thing? It likes messing around with people who are making out in cars. It's it leaves goth hickeys. It there's it's it's more like an an influence of some kind. Well, that's not great. It didn't really leave a trail. It just kind of vanished. Mm, that's worse. So we've got no leads, no conscious witnesses, and no clue. Well, I mean. It showed up at a makeout spot, right? Uh-huh. Anais, are you suggesting that uh-huh. um, two of us make out? <laughs> Draw it back. Yes. No. <laughs> I mean, no. um... <laughs> I'm suggesting maybe we search some other popular makeout spots. Oh, okay. yes. I'm on exactly back what I car. was thinking. Yes. And mm. make out there to draw it out. Great. Do you know what making out is? No. <laughs> no one, no one teach them. All right, back to the car. I know a few other spots we can go. I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> Betsy's just gonna shake her head incredulously and climb in the back seat. This is some stupid Everly stuff again. I swear. So, uh, how are you all deciding what other spots you might like to check? <laughs> I think whatever's Clara, closest. Yeah, I think Clara knows the knows the area best. Yep. I mean, this is the big one that's outside of the city. Uh-huh. A lot of the other ones you would know are in, are back in Signal City proper. Yeah, okay. We can drive back into the city and go make out some places. I mean, go find some places that we'll make out. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, just whatever is like closest, like you know, whatever exit you take off, you take to get off the freeway and get into the city. Like, roll me something. Mundane. This is this is a very mundane part of Claire. Roll me straight up creeping. Yes. And we're yes. we're gonna scope out. We're gonna tweak this like spot. ninety degrees uh-huh. to to make it fit, but that is a nine. Yes. Okay, so we get a few panels of here's here's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go around the table. All of you give me uh, some panels of how you you check a makeout spot that is not experiencing anything supernatural and startle some teenagers. <laughs> we're gonna start with uh, we're gonna start with you, uh, Shrike, as you are you are kicking us off here. It's an abandoned like bakery. It, it just just outside of downtown proper. Where, where real estate prices aren't quite at a premium enough that this place would get renovated. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like old, you know, equipment and 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 machines covered in, covered in dust clods, and there's just dust everywhere and graffiti all over the walls. This is not the first time Claire has been here. Mm-hmm. And and how do we surprise some teenagers? I, I think there's just the you you get the like Shrek flicking her high beams on and like elbow you open a door and it bumps into someone and like four <laughs> other people like jump backwards. <laughs> You know, I should have seen that coming. Sorry, guys! <laughs> Just gently closes the door. <laughs> Does it creak horribly? It creaks horribly. All right. And uh, Lilith, what's our what's our next destination? Um, There's a um, vintage drive-in movie. Oh, my um, God. Of course theater. there is. Like, right down on the bay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> they're playing... Oh, God. What are they playing? They're playing... They're playing something that's... That, it's they're playing some old classic that everyone's seen a million times. Horror on Cedar Street. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, horror on Cedar Street. So like lots of lots of people making out, and um, I think how how we accidentally startle some teens is we make the mistake of looking in the cars. <laughs> oh no! And you yeah you get some glares in response. Yeah, Layla just kind of. Oh. <laughs> We're doing great. And gray. I think there is a park that um, has the remnants of some, like, gas works or some industrial um, thing also on the bay. And um, lots of shadows that couples can... um, Mm -hmm. Nooks and crannies. ...be alone in. And so gray, um, I'm going to say flat, like, lands in front of them... (laughs) Are you two okay? Is anything wrong here? <laughs> and then goes back to the team and is like, well, there wasn't anything supernatural, but there were two people doing some very strange behavior with their mouths. Yeah, that's normal. I, I mean, he's just looping an arm around one of Grace. It's fine. This is fine. Nothing to see here. Sorry. <laughs> so I think... Under the boardwalk, uh-huh. out, out of the sun or the moon, as it were. Uh-huh. Uh, so under the boardwalk, um, having then, some fun. <laughs> yes. So we just get uh, a panel or two of two teens uh, starting to make out, and suddenly in the background we see uh, upside down Betsy descending <laughs> <laughs> with, with the lit up night vision goggles. <laughs> <laughs> 
she she stops and like the, the the couple stops making out and turns to face her and she just gives a really awkward wave and says, "Hey, sorry to interrupt. Everything's okay here. Um, you're you're doing great. Don't overthink things. <laughs> Maybe good choices. I, I'm gonna go now. Bye." And then just she she, she, she ascends back up. I'm gonna make matters worse. She tries to ascend. The winch stops working. And oh, she has uh, to just drop and sort of awkwardly walk away and <laughs> in front of face. <laughs> you two are a cute couple. Keep it up. <laughs> Have a nice night, folks. Oh my god. Use a little less tongue, I feel like. I don't know if that's entirely. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh my god. All right, and finally the uh the vigilantes find themselves as as they, they we're starting to get like it's clearly getting like later and later on in tonight. The sky is starting to get like the little like line of of pale light, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Clara stops the car at as the panel looks up at uh, this this old kind of older building uh, that has a sign that marks it as the Old Marquis Hotel. Well, last stop on this very weird, awkward, and stupid evening. Let's go. I think it's morning now. Ugh. And as we get the uh, uh, five of them silhouetted in the light of the entryway, that is where we're going to leave issue one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Reroll Play. This episode you heard us play Masks, A New Generation, created by Brendan Conway and published by Magpie Games. I'm Marie, your show-running GM, and our sound editing is done by Andy. The music you're hearing is the epic orchestral superhero trailer by Neil Murray Music. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Podcast, or on Twitter at Signal City for regular updates as our adventures continue. If you'd like to help us make our show even better, please consider supporting us on Patreon. A link to our page can be found in the description. We'd like to thank all our patrons for their generous support, but we'd like to make special mention of our paragons of Signal City, Caitlin, Micah Weld, and our anonymous benefactor. With that, we're officially off to get our just desserts. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next episode.